Life After the Fight is a show that speaks to everyday issues pertaining to our mind, body, and soul. We will address topics ranging from mental health, self-care, fatherhood, family, relationships, and more. Our goal is to encourage listeners to keep fighting through the obstacles, challenges, and struggles. The focal point is simple. Seek a fresh perspective. Become teachable and improve your overall health and wellness. If you're craving more growth and development, this podcast is for you. What's up, man? Not much, man. Another day, another topic, I guess. There you go. There you go. go. Another topic. What's been going on since... uh... Man, this year's just going by fast, man. I'm just marveling the fact that we're at, almost at the end of the year. I know. And, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's just, I don't know. I, I just feel like as I get older, it seems like time is going by faster. I don't know. that. Have you experienced that? or? Yeah, it's going by faster, but I also keep in mind that uh, Father Time is undefeated. No matter what you do, no oh, matter yeah. what great exactly. shape you're in, yeah. time is always going to run you down because yeah. it's there, there is more of it than there is of you or Most I. Definitely. So most definitely, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's all good, man. Well, this the topic we got, man, for today. I think it's appropriate. I think a lot of people will be able to, you know, chime in and kind of get some some thoughts behind it. Because okay. you know, so many people today, and I know the audience can attest to this. Um, as the world is changing, people are changing. Of course, traditions, customs. Um, so many things are changing, and um, I just think that this particular topic will kind of give people some some dialogue and conversation. Okay. And the topic for today is: Are holidays overrated? It's hmm. interesting question. Are holidays overrated? Yeah. So I just have a question for you. Sure. Um, because <clears throat> I know that uh, for me, I was raise a certain way just like you were raised a certain way mm-hmm. from a religious you know background standpoint <clears throat> excuse me how do you view holidays today versus when you were uh younger say in your you know 20s and 30s you know i'll even go a little further back than 20s and 30s i'll go as far back as when i was an adolescent okay and there you teenager. go there you go because yeah. holidays And I know that we're talking specifically more about this time of year with Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. Christmas on the horizon as well. But the one thing about holidays that was always interesting to me was that it wasn't so commercialized when I was a kid growing up. And I'm thinking possibly it was because uh, in my family, the particular family members that I was around, uh, financials or, or funds were limited. Yes. And so because of that, People actually express a lot more love, love. Care and concern. And there's a lot more conversation and less about what I bought you or what you brought me. Mm-hmm. And that to me was the true essence of celebrating holidays was closeness, togetherness of family, uh, authenticity. Yeah. I guess that's the word that comes to mind. Yes. Authenticity of relationships because I see now if I bring it fast forward, a lot of it has to do with the commercialization of the holidays, meaning 
how much money did I spend on this or that for you? And, you know, you get the, the few family members who come bigger to you about, oh, well, I only got this little thing and so-and-so, <laughs> and they get mad. They get and, mad. And, 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 and yes. it really becomes less and less about the holiday and more and more about what did I get or what did you get and mm-hmm. what we didn't receive and complaining. And next thing you know, the, the holiday in and of itself has lost all of its luster because Again, when I was a kid, it was about going to different family members' households. Yes. And uh, fellowship, community. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was all about. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure you probably had this experience, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to make any uh, type of uh, suggestions that you did in the same way that I did. But I grew up in a, in a, in a household environment where it was really extended families. You know, it's grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, your cousins. And I mean, when I say cousins, I mean first cousin, second cousin, third cousin. You kind of, you know, ran the gambit there. Mm-hmm. Whereas now everything seems to be a much more isolated into this nuclear family yeah. that we've created today. Yes. Where it's, even with family members, it's, it's become so impersonal that you ask you to ask yourself today, is the question you ask, are holidays overrated? I don't think the holidays are overrated. I think that our approach to the holidays now can make things seem a little overrated mm-hmm. because it all boils down to dollars and cents. And when I say cents, I mean C-E-N-T-S, not S-E-N-S-E, <laughs> you know? People just leave all yes. mental sense out of it, and it literally comes down to dollars and cents. Yeah, so yeah. that would be my take on, on, okay. on that. Uh, okay. now, first of all, let me ask you, what made you even think to talk about this tonight? I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because what I've noticed over the last couple of years okay. is that commercialism has definitely been in, it's definitely blossomed but it's definitely gotten to a point now where a lot more focus has been from what I've seen on TV or listen on the radio, okay. preparing for certain holidays way in advance and focusing on how much you can save and how much you can get with such, I'm going to give you a prime example. For Christmas, for example. Last year, and this year, they already start talking about sales in October. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas is not until December 25th. Correct. Nothing about Thanksgiving. It, it has been, get, we got this and this and this, get prepared early. And so what has happened is when you hear those announcements on television and radio, mm-hmm. then commercials come on for other things like cars car dealerships, Um, you know, appliances, uh, just so many different things, and they're starting so much early, and I said to myself, okay. So for me, saying overrated, I think that the society we live in has saturated a lot of what holidays intentionally were supposed to be for, and the focus now has been, as from society's perspective, what we can purchase, buy, or get for less. When we already know it's not less, it's more. 
when they whenever you hear <clears throat> Sam taking thirty percent off and fifty percent off, you're not getting that because all they're doing is rising the prices, and you're actually paying for what it's really costing you. What is really so that's why, and so they get you by saying. If you get it now, you can get this and this and this for this amount. But when you look at it, well, that's how much it was in the first place. Regular price. There, to me, there is no sale. Can you tell me the last time you actually saw a sale and you actually got a good deal off of something as far as an appliance or let's just say clothes or something like that? I can't say that I do, but because of my background in sales, I kind of negotiate everything. <laughs> That's just who I am. But let me let me let me back that up a little bit because with these advertisements that I see now, it's kind of funny, Ricky. You know, uh, Black Friday is now Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Saturday and Sunday. And I go, it's the wait a minute. Black Friday is now. It, it's not even a day. Black Friday is an event, an occasion in and of itself. That's all it is, man. Because I hear people go. Uh, this is pre or early Black Friday sale before Black Friday. Like so, but you can go in Thanksgiving. Like the stores open literally stores at five six o'clock on Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, you can go to Walmart, Target, whatever, Best Buy at five at max. Early is three or four o'clock. <laughs> but like, the, but the funniest part to that is the gullibility of people even buying into the. Black Friday. What about the line? It's just a day. It's just every day. But that's the that's the commercialization of it. It's like we're gonna name this Black Friday, even though we're doing it every day. We're gonna call it Black Friday. But but when you okay, so let's take it a step further. Sure. Because you have a sales background, and I've done sales as well. What is your take about people standing in line the night before? A particular store is going to open with a particular sale. As like you said, Black Friday is no longer just, but it starts during that week. So what's your take on people getting up at night or getting up, coming to the store before it opens and standing in line, like literally with snow coats and boots and tents and waiting for that sale? What is your thoughts about that? <laughs> and this is not to offend any audience members? Yeah, we listening. don't want to offend nobody. We're just and having a conversation. It happens to be your family <laughs> tradition yes. to do this. If this is what you do for your getting together time, please forgive me. But I think of that as begging at its finest. Mm. Beggars can't be choosers or choosy. And the reason I say that is because when they open those doors and people rush, rush in, in to grab limited things because the demand is greater than the supply, to me, it's tantamount to just being a beggar, scraping at crumbs mm. that they're throwing out to the masses. Yes. So with that being the case, it's kind of interesting because those exact same deals that you rush out, it's, it's kind of like what I call a media spectacle sport. Mm. Because if you're actually thinking, Ricky, you could actually go online 
Yes, you can. And by the same, same thing, thing, they rushing and beating each other up over. And that's why I call it a sport because a sport. people will literally fight, grab, bite, kick, stampede, scratch, and everything to Run each over. other. Yeah. And then a few days later, when all that is over, that same thing that you knocked that guy out for, and now you're facing a case and you're going before a judge, they've even <laughs> lowered the price a little lower. Yes, they and did. so I just said to yes, myself, they lower, they, this has got to be something that people do for sport. For they sport. just love to do it. There's, because I'll tell you, after I've had a Thanksgiving meal and I've gorged myself, the last thing I'm going to do is get dressed and get in the car and go stand in line and wait for something. Man, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But yeah. to the store's credit, thank God, people are different. We all process things differently. And these people who want to rush out and do that, great. But I think it's just sad that what we're doing as adults is teaching our kids that holidays are all about commercialism. Commercialism. That it has no roots in ceremony or tradition anymore. Mm -hmm. Because when I was growing up, again, money wasn't readily available and it was only for your needs and maybe a few of your wants. Yes. Yeah. But nowadays, holidays are strictly for want, 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 want. And and you know what? Man, and I said, and George, let me say this to you. That's why the overrated part for me is a concern because, like you said, today there's no real. How can I put it? Parents. And I'm not judging anybody. This is just an observation. Right. So many parents are quick to reward bad behavior for the sake of saying, well, this is what I do every year. This is what I'm accustomed to. So no matter if you got suspended three or four times, cursed out your teacher, didn't do your homework, didn't do your chores, I need your list of the things that you want because that's just what we do on Christmas. And what happens is these kids know this. So they don't appreciate it. They get what they want and then they just go back to doing this. So now it becomes, it's almost like this holidays, Christmas specifically, it's just become a customer's tradition that we're going to do and we're going to outdo each other because a lot of parents will fight tooth and nail to get their child something. And I've seen them in the stores, George. I've seen women get into fights <laughs> at the department stores, whether it was a verbal fight or a physical fight, over jewelry, clothes, shoes. Shoes in particular, because them Louboutins don't grow on trees, right? <laughs> Red bottoms. I mean, I mean, I mean, and 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 the and the Uggs and the and the and the Jordans. And I'm saying to myself, and you're doing all of this because of what? Just to say, this is what I did. Yeah. This is what I spent, and I'm proud of it. And it's not even about the fellowship. It's not even about most times coming together. It's about let's see who's gonna outdo the other person. And then the kids are just like. So would you get me? So would you? Oh, I, I've even seen videos, and you know I don't really watch TikTok that much, but I saw a TikTok video okay. last year. A kid was they, uh, 
the, I guess a family was filming the 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 um, opening of the presents. This kid opened up his presents and was not happy with not one thing that he got. He didn't even toss them. And all you can hear the mother saying, "That's not nice. What are you doing? You should be grateful." And I'm simply saying to myself, "And this is what you are teaching your child." You're teaching your child that it's okay to act this way when someone gives them something, and y'all keep doing it, and there's no recourse. Well, remember, my take on that, Ricky, is you can't expect better from a child if you don't first show them show. the way. Yeah, exactly. And what that child has basically done or is doing is mimicking the same activities of the parents. Parents, that's it. That child threw that thing to the side because yes. at some point they saw mommy do it or yes, they saw they daddy. It's a lot of behavior, man. And so now they're just doing the exact same to mm -hmm. mommy and daddy that they see mommy and daddy mm -hmm. do in most cases behind the backs of the people who they've gotten the presents from. Yes. It's just that your kid is now doing it in front of you. Yes. Because they, you know, you haven't taught them gratitude. You yeah, you haven't taught them. And, and being thankful. So now, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, that's kind of like I look at, uh, not not me personally, because I will take full responsibility for this. It doesn't happen in my household. And I'll tell you, because I was taught, in my opinion, the right way. When my parents uh, would put, you know, Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner, you know, I didn't scoff at anything. Because my father sat there and said, look, I worked hard to get the things mm -hmm. that you have in front of you to eat. So you will eat it. But I look at parents today now who ask their kids. I mean, it's, you it's amazing to me. To I can go into a household with a mother and father and see sometimes five or six different dinner dishes. Yeah. And I marvel at that because, you know, not saying that children aren't people too, but my parents made it very clear that because we are in charge of your provisions, you will get what we can provide. Right. That's it. But now when I see parents go, well, you know, Johnny only likes hamburgers and Susie only likes fish. In my household, you made those choices when you were grown and gone, as my father would say. Yeah. Yes. Yes. At our dinner table and our breakfast table, you ate what was being served. What was being served. Or as you won't eat it all. You were grateful to have that. Or you won't eat it all. Oh, you don't eat it all. So I, at that, I killed me. I listen, not to not to throw shade at anybody, not to show throw shade at anybody. This is just me making an observation. I don't know how a child can tell their parent what they are choosing not to eat anymore, and they are going to be on a certain diet because they learn how it's not good to eat animals or uh, the ecosystem. I mean, and, and I'm still saying to myself, so. How are they telling you when they're not the ones paying for the food? Because the adults are not the adults. In the I'm, I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, how the do you are no longer yes charge? And I'm and sorry. a lot of them are saying, I'm sorry too. for the audience if I'm offending you. Good, because when you ask why is the world in the state that it's in, mm -hmm. look in the mirror. Because you're raising the next generation of yeah. adults yeah. to do the same things that are going on. Yeah. You know, I, I look at so many different things that, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I laugh because 
People say, well, you mean, well, fear is never good. No, I, I, I beg to differ. In certain cases, it can be of a huge benefit. benefit. When I was growing up, I didn't learn to love my father until I got to be much older because I was literally afraid, afraid. of the repercussions of what he would do to me if I didn't do what he said. <laughs> but I look at kids now and I see young individuals who are mm -hmm. locked up, incarcerated, and so forth. And it's because I talked to the parents and they said, well, you know, my parents raised me so strictly. I said, yeah, but it taught you responsibility. That's your responsibility. Discipline. There you go. And you became a credit to society. Mm -hmm. I said, but you decided as a parent you wanted to be little Susie and little Johnny's friend. They didn't need a friend. They got peers for that. You need to be mommy and daddy. My father used to say when I was growing up to me, he says, look, I'm your dad and I'm here to raise you. And if you happen to like me once you get grown, then that's just icing on the cake. That's it. He you goes, like me. but right now, you ain't got to like anything I say. I but know. you will do what I say. Yeah, you're going to listen. Because I'm not going to do anything or say anything to you that's going to harm you in any way. And hopefully only make you a better person and a contributing member mm -hmm. of society. Exactly. Nowadays, we don't have a lot of that anymore because, yeah. again, getting back to whether holidays are overrated or not, I think that for a lot of people, and you guys that are listening, you make your own decision on that. For me, I don't think a holiday, a holiday will ever be overrated. I just think the way it's presented could be overrated because the, the realism, the reality, the mm -hmm. authenticity of each of the holidays has just been taken over by commercialism, by commercial commercialism or commercialization, whichever word you want to use. Mm -hmm. Everything is boiled down to dollars and cents and money. Mm -hmm. And if you can take the money out of the holiday and get back to the real reason why you even celebrate it, that in and of itself will take care of everything. So let me tell you what I learned today, man. And I'm, I'm just for the audience's sake, I I I crave for learning new things mm -hmm. and understanding new things, especially if it doesn't pertain necessarily to my generation or my generation. For me, I'm not aware of it. You know what I mean? So right. just yeah, because yeah. I'm not aware of it doesn't mean it don't exist. It's just like, exactly. well, I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. So here's what I learned today. I learned today the origin of Friendsgiving. For those of you who don't really know or haven't heard of that, it's during the time of Thanksgiving that friends get together and they celebrate Thanksgiving as friends because a lot of them may not have family or in town or they don't have family at all. So this community of people have put together a Friendsgiving in conjunction with Thanksgiving or in place of Thanksgiving. And so I said, I've heard of it, but I've never really knew the origin or why it's put together. So when I learned this from some people, they said, oh, yeah, that's been around for, you know, for a long time. I'm like, uh, not from my understanding, I says, when I asked over the last couple of years, different female friends that I know, they said, oh yeah, well, all the girls were getting together. I thought it was a girl thing because the only ones that I talked to were saying they having a Friendsgiving get together, it was all women. So my friends told me, they was like, nah, there's, you know, it's guys too. It's, it's just for friends getting together, just interacting, fellowshipping, you know, um, putting together dishes and having a good time. And a lot of these people don't have family and, it's, and, and they're not in town. I'm like, that's interesting. I said, so what about Thanksgiving? I said, no, we don't really, you know, they don't really deal with Thanksgiving. They make their own as a Friendsgiving. And I said, based on what you said, 
not necessarily overrated. It's just that more commercial. And when you look at more cur- more commercial, you take away from what the holiday really represents. And so a lot of people have now <clears throat> created their own synergy around the holidays that will bring back together the family camaraderie and the fellowship and, and time. Because like you said, so many people don't really put into it like they used to because it's just turned commercial a lot. Because I know for me, you know, for Thanksgiving, it was always family come together eating. Family. Yeah, it's interesting you would say that. Um, as a transplant to a new city, you make me harken back. <laughs> that's a funny word, harken. I'm like, why did harken I even back. say that? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it made me think back to uh, <laughs> a time when I... I only had enough money to do either Thanksgiving or Christmas with family. So for several years, I would go back east to home for Christmas with family, but Thanksgivings, I was always here in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And it was kind of interesting because, I mean, although I still called it Thanksgiving, it, it, I guess... It could parallel to Friendsgiving because I got together with people who were like myself, transplants and then their Mm -hmm. family, and we all just bought a dish together and and came together together that way. But prior to that, and prior to me even knowing these people who didn't have family here, I typically, I was telling my wife this the other day, she says, what did you do for Thanksgiving when you first moved here? And I said, well, it's interesting. I said, it was kind of a private thing. I was thankful for the commemoration of the day, but typically speaking, I would go out the night before and just be so done up from the night before that I would literally sleep through sleep the entire through next the day of Thanksgiving yeah. so that I would, so that in my mind, I would just miss the commemoration of that day. Mm-hmm. Now, for a lot of people who are listening, <clears throat> Thanksgiving is a lot different than Christmas for the simple fact that Thanksgiving is not attached to any particular religious situation, but that Thanksgiving is attached to the uh, first feast of the, uh, I would say, the pilgrims mm-hmm. from, the, uh, from the UK coming to America and uh, having their first meal with, well, not even first meal, but having a celebration with the Native Americans before that whole debacle mm-hmm. that we now probably call America happens. Yes. But uh, that was, I guess, in a sense, their family time of being thankful for being in a new land and so forth and so on. We've taken it upon ourselves as a commemoration more on a religious basis and saying being thankful just in general. So, you know, again, when I think of whether it's overrated or not, I I tend to go back to whatever's important to you. I heard a joke once told about something. It was, it was it was funny to me, and I'll just share it with our audience members. That this man asked his wife, said, "You know, he he was curious to know she would always get this ham, and she would cut off a good portion of the ham bone and throw it away." And so he was thinking, "Man, I'm spending good money for this." And so he asked his wife, "Why do you do that?" She goes, "It's a family tra- tra- tradition." So he says, well, I want to call your mom. So he called her mom, her mother's mom. Um, and she said, well, I saw my mother do it. And so, again, family tradition. 
And so finally, because this the 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 his wife's mother's mother, her grandmother was still alive, mm-hmm. a very old woman, and she finally called her and says, Hey, where did this family tradition come from? And so the really old woman said, I don't know where the family tradition came from, but the reason that I cut the ball off and threw it away was because my hand was too small. <laughs> so he laughed. It's like so. That's the only reason. She says, yeah, it's not a, it's not a, not a tradition. It's just the pan was too small to fit the whole piece of meat. So, what made it funny to me was the fact that it wasn't a family tradition at all. Exactly. It was something that made someone Man. comfortable. And so that's where a lot of traditions yeah. come from is for, from the convenience yeah. of the person who started it. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself, you know. Why do we do this and why do we do that? So we're talking about family togetherness and closeness now, and it may be overrated from where we came from. But 100 years from now, mm-hmm. these same yeah. holidays could quite could, could quite very well be hijacked by commercialism yeah. and that the holidays are totally centered around mm-hmm. money. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. the overrated part to them could be, well, why are y'all getting together and being thankful? You know, mm-hmm. it's, isn't, it, it's, it's, isn't this a holiday about exactly. eating? Yeah. Yeah. So, that's just, yeah. so it just depends well, upon the times that you're in. Yeah. It is yeah. the way I've been able to rectify it for my life yeah. is that, you know, long gone uh, are some of the days and family traditions and ceremonial practices that I mm-hmm. so love. Yeah. That I try to pass on to my son, but again, I also I came from an era where people have more kids. My wife and I have one son, so our Thanksgiving is, is the three of us together because all of our family members are on the East Coast. There you go. Yeah. So for him, I don't know. I'm praying that maybe at some point something will trigger and he'll go back to the old ways mm-hmm. and see how beneficial they they were yes. and, and still are. Yeah. But I don't know. Well <laughs> that was it. So our time is 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 come to uh, an end, but we want to just thank the audience for just giving us the opportunity to speak the truth about you know holidays and it being overrated. And so we just want to say thank you. And um, until next time, you know, life after the fight. And hopefully you guys will be able to have just a different perspective of just joining in and really appreciating family and friends and not get caught up in the commercialism. So it was nice, man. Thanks, Ricky. You couldn't have said it better. I don't have a bow to put on that one. There you go. Until next time.